టు నేచర్ నల్కుమ్ కుమార్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ లెట్ లడ్కి సీజన్ త్రీ సో ఇట్స్ వెన్స్డే అండ్ లైక్ ఐ సార్ ఐ వుడ్ బి డిస్కసింగ్ సమ్ టాపిక్స్ ఆన్ వెన్స్డేస్ బికాస్ ఐ హ్యావ్ అ లాట్ ఇన్ మైండ్ ఐ రెడ్ దెమ్ ఐ కమ్ అక్రాస్ మోస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ద టాపిక్స్ వెల్ ఐఎమ్ రీడింగ్ సమ్థింగ్ ఆర్ ఐ డిట్ రీడ్ అ లాట్ ఆఫ్ గుడ్ ఎస్సేస్ డ్యూరింగ్ మై ఫస్ట్ సెమెస్టర్ ఇన్ ఎంఏ ఇంగ్లీష్ and i have a list of them that i want to discuss on this podcast like uh, the death of the author intentional fallacy how to recognize a poem when you see one and yeah most of our like these so today i have something like that um i don't know if i'll be explaining it in a good way because as you know that i am from a commerce background so i haven't read a lot of classics a lot of essays literary theory literary criticism so i'm not diving deep into it but i'm just like floating above and relating to what i've read so i am today talking about taste like why do we like what we like why do we prefer certain things or doing things a certain way and obviously there are a lot of theories about this philosophies and you know famous philosophers who tried to come up with it so i think you know about immanuel kant right so he says that pure judgment of taste must be disinterested if the judgment is tainted by emotion then our taste is barbaric what does it mean it means if i say i like Don Quixote by La Mancha because its language and technique of writing even though I won't understand a word of it uh it's like my taste is refined because I'm judging it because of you know particular things but if i say i like the fault in our stars by john green because it made me feel loved then according to immanuel kant my taste is barbaric it's easy to understand right then obviously there's another philosophist uh you can call him that right i think you can yeah french sociologist anthropologist philosopher and public intellectual pierre bourdieu who wrote a book called distinction a social critique of the judgment of taste now he said he completely disregarded this theory by immanuel kant saying that you know uh that taste should be pure and is based on human intellect and shouldn't have emotions all that shit he says that um the kantian aesthetic the kantian school of thought that's what we call it fails to recognize that taste are socially conditioned and that the objects of consumer choice reflect a symbolic hierarchy i think you know if i read out from the essay it must be difficult to understand in that if i'll just you know explain i can't according to bodyu he says that what we like and why we like it is because of our social economic and cultural capital of how we've grown up the exposure we had and the things that we got to know and learn okay like i can't appreciate the literary genius don quixote is or even shakespeare because i have no knowledge or history about them okay 
so the question is what are these capitals economic capitals refers to you know having sources money properties and everything cultural capital according to bourdieu is gained mainly through individuals initial learning and unconsciously influenced by surroundings social capital is contact social networking relationships and you know trying to find out so let's just say uh what does body wants to say he wants to say like uh let me explain i am a middle class person but if i had stayed in a small town and not gone for an education outside maybe my perceptions my taste would have been limited now uh when i compare myself like when my mother wakes up she goes for a normal milk tea but when i wake up i am drinking something like mango mint green tea where did this difference come where did i start picking something different how did my taste change it's because i went outside i met a lot of people and i got more exposure than my parents like my mother went to a local college and a local school but then i went to a more prestigious one i met people from different stratas of life i did some volunteering and all that and obviously there's a difference between economic capital as well and cultural capital and economic capital so it just produces that your taste depends on uh, your capitals like where you grow up and what how much education you have money you have and your social interactions and this he says defines or this taste making creates a difference like he's coined a term called legitimate taste what is legitimate taste and how it's created so it says that um people who have legitimate taste have a better capital uh let's just say if uh my professor says a book is good then her taste is legitimate because she has cultural and social and economic capital you know because she's uh obviously done some phd and everything but when i say i like a book or recommend something my taste might not be legitimate but this legitimacy comes from different things like i did a presentation on why people follow these popular bookstagrammers or what makes the some of the bookstagrammers famous and i figured out like what are nowadays what makes something or taste popular is legitimate is popularity like let's just say if um, beyonce comes up and says that i like this particular brand of makeup everyone will be like yeah we like we like it also you don't even know if you like it or not but you're just going with it because some high brow singer says that you know she likes it and you want to be considered as somebody popular and seeing having a legitimate taste let's just say that a popular bookstagrammer uh, comes up and says that i like this book because it talks about social issues it's making an impact the writing is good and that and that and you'll be like yeah if he's saying it if he or she is saying it then it must be good because they're legitimate people they have so many followers and you know they are in touch with publishers and authors they take interviews 
um, they might even have a degree or they might have read a lot of literature so you go ahead and agree with them right but if there is some middle class let's just say lowbrow bookstagrammer who's reading mostly indian authors and reviewing them you'll be like okay like when i was a child i was particularly impressed with people who came from outside like you know we are uh, genuinely fascinated with foreigners for some reason and it took me a long time to see foreigners as humans you know i was always uh reading or uh, watching things where they're flying from new york to los angeles to california and everything and I, and I was like wow so cool their life is so cool and different and then at once at some point in my life i realized it's the same as flying from new delhi to mumbai to bangalore you know to some <laughs> metro cities and that's it that's the different i mean obviously there is a lot of difference because america and united states of america is a developed nation and we're still developing but just be just because somebody is from america doesn't give them a higher or legitimate taste doesn't make whatever they say is right so this is all the theory let's put it aside let's look it at a personal level think about why you like what you like and why you do what you do so my friend has keeps repeating the same thing that we are the uh, culmination of five people around us and the content we consume so if you're always looking at uh content from let's just say if you're following people who are successful who are saying things that make sense and uh, if you're following some people who just who are nihilist you also start to think like them right and at some point we just fail to think what we actually like because we are just some total of the content we're consuming i guess that's why i like that quote by murakami if you read what everyone else is reading um yeah if you're reading what everyone else is reading then you'd be thinking the same thing right that's why i don't uh, watch what everyone is watching or listen to what everyone is listening to because when something popular like game of thrones came out and every conversation is the of in the office is about the episodes i just step out and say i haven't watched it i don't watch game of thrones and people would like why why don't you watch it like it's so amazing the storyline the character is the blah 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 and i'm like yeah maybe okay but it's not just me i don't like all the gore and the killings and the blood and everything and most definitely i didn't like it because it was popular and everyone was just talking about the same thing you know how when everyone is saying the same thing and they agree it becomes the truth wow i'm spiraling this so many things connected i'm just saying that we constantly keep putting ourselves down because of the things we like or things we do and when we compare it to others like wow that person is so cool because they are wearing such nice clothes the next time you do it i want you to question what does this mean like when 
I say this person is cool because she is wearing these nice clothes. I want to question myself what does nice means here and why am I thinking that what she is doing is better than what I am doing and what is this doing to me like you know when I meet another reader and I say wow she is reading such cool books why would I say that because maybe she is reading about the um maybe she is reading classics which is considered intelligent by everyone else or maybe she is reading books on issues such as racism sexism and you know all these things that i don't read about or maybe non fiction and maybe you know because of the uh what to say because of the ah what's the word because of the opinion yeah that's formed around it like if you are somebody who's reading classics or you know non fiction or books on issues then you're a cool reader you're a legitimate reader because you're being productive and all that why why do i have to you know listen to their opinions or relate myself to what is popular or what is legitimate why does why do you have to say that you know everything popular if you're somebody who didn't like game of thrones even if you know 100 million people liked it then you don't like it and it's okay it doesn't mean that you're weird or anything else you know you don't have to confirm to what's popular or what's being called legitimate you can be you which can be hard obviously and it doesn't mean that you if you want to be different if you want to find your identity then you have to go against everything that's popular no obviously i do like some popular shows like friends and uh, what was uh, how i met your mother and everything but i won't go on and compare like which is better friends or how i met your mother i like them both they're okay like but i'm not a big fan cool you know you don't have to act like everyone else you don't have to pick up things from movies and do things because you think that these are cool and legitimate and popular and people will like you if you do those things honestly we do that shit we want to be liked we want to have friends we want to discuss these things but don't be afraid to be you wow this is not what i started talking about i was talking about taste and how it um divides as different classes and impacts everything that we do about our social interactions and everything but then now i guess you know the importance of why people choose exposure or travel or reading about different things because it tells them about life and it develops them as a person that's why people say life is outside your comfort zone because if you stay in your small town like i guess i've actually told you this before that i live in a small town where there's mostly just uh people from punjabi community uh panyas jains and um, jats obviously they're pandits but i had never met any christian or a muslim like just one so i always saw in those movies like how those christian moms are always wearing uh dresses and talking in english and everything 
but then i went to bangalore and <coughs> i met uh, my friend's mother she was wearing a salwar suit like my mother and she was talking in plain uh, tamil and i was like no you're not supposed to be like this because that's how you know christians were portrayed in the movies and that's how i saw them everywhere and i didn't know it could be different and this is something that my mother will never know because she's never met any christian so her perception her knowledge lay, stays limited but while mine expands every time i meet new people while my social capital keeps on expanding like how can a girl from a small town where there is no bookstore people don't read books there are no libraries and you know even if you start speaking in english everyone goes like tu jada angrez aa rahi hai karke you know how can somebody from this small town can become an editor like even if i go out and start explaining my job to somebody else some elder in town they'll be like are you a teacher i'll be like no i'm not a teacher so you write books and I'm like not exactly and i had to explain to my uh, family you know the relatives like what are novels because they haven't read anything and i had to tell them you know story books and they'll be like yeah premchand and stuff and yeah yeah that's that's what i do so how did this happen how did someone from a small town become an editor because i got all those exposures and that's why i'm saying explore different things and uh, create your own taste i mean i don't think now in the kind of society we live in or the kind of world that i live in my taste kind of i mean i do feel inferior sometimes when i don't know things when i go to places that i don't belong to like once i went to a restaurant and uh, i couldn't even pronounce the dishes i didn't understand what they were they were like thai dishes and everything but i hadn't experienced anything like that i always went for uh, normal restaurants ordering pizzas and pastas and everything but this was some high end restaurant my colleagues were giving me a going away party and i was like so in the evening 6 in the evening or 5 in the evening sometime when everyone else was enjoying their meals i had to order something made of egg maybe an omelet or something because i couldn't understand the rest of the things on the menu and uh, yeah and then the person was like how do you want your eggs scrambled medium yevo and i was like i don't know man i don't know how you do these things and i felt a little bit out of place which can happen but now you can read up about them you don't have to feel inferior just because you don't know how to act in a five star hotel or what people are expecting about you just be cool about it i wasn't back then but i do still think that that restaurant was such a waste of money because the whole menu had just like five six dishes and you couldn't even read what they were about there were no explanations and everyone was acting like oh my god we are so mighty and popular and doing better things than other people and i was like yeah you know a chole bhature plate of 50 bucks is better than this 
but then again it can be argued that this is my middle class thinking and i don't want to open up to other cultures or other foods and i'm just trying to you know feel better about myself and not inferior that is one thing but you could get over it like when i go to a restaurant and i don't know what to eat and i can't read the menu i don't get intimidated i just ask the uh server who's there and i says i say that you know i'm new here or i don't know what to order i can't understand so why don't you recommend me something i like something that's not on the spicy side or i like something that is savory or tangy and you know the restaurant server usually recommends me something and i go with it and then i go and read about it i guess that's why people go to different places but it can be hard going to places that you know you don't belong to and especially alone because it can be intimidating and you can run into some stupid people who can call you names just because you don't like you know how you see in those movies that uh, someone who has just started earning is going to a good restaurant and they see all the prices along the menu and they're like i don't know if i can afford this you know and the waiter is judging them but again you can overcome it i'm just what is the point of saying all this i don't know i said a lot of things i'm just saying that don't be intimidated don't go with the popular don't think that whatever is popular is always the best or is something that you should like read about a lot of things and experience exposure make connections with different people try to learn about their lives and be someone of your own don't copy i mean you can obviously nobody will stop you but then again i'm just saying do not conform to what other people are doing like you i didn't make dalgona coffee i'm sorry i'm lactose intolerant and not many people know what is lactose intolerance and some people even say that i'm making up a fancy uh, disease just so that i can look like a cool person which is again shit if i have lactose intolerance i have lactose intolerance why would i want to not drink cold coffees and hot coffees and have cheesy pastas stupid like i said you meet a lot of different people who are going to say shit to you and it's okay if you don't know a lot of things but you don't have to feel intimidated about it you can always learn you can always be better and popular is not always good popular books are not always good popular fashion popular trends you know just don't mind them do what you like and please start to figure out what you like why you like and it's okay if your choices change like i was somebody who couldn't even drink a sip of iced tea or i thought green tea was just ah uh, but now i'm 27 almost and i love green teas and if the girl if the uh, me from 2012 would see me as somebody drinking or ordering green tea in a high end restaurant she'll be like who are you you are supposed to, i mean you were not this person and it's okay you're going to change you're going to learn about things if you don't right now like if you're 20 and you don't know about life it's okay you don't you're not supposed to 
just keep exploring and I shall stop here. Bye.